Welcome to the Agents of Innovation podcast, where we feature conversations with entrepreneurs, philanthropists, and artists. Okay, welcome back to the Agents of Innovation podcast. I'm your host, Francisco Gonzalez, here today at the Miami Book Fair, where getting the pleasure here to uh, interview an author, uh, Harold Hughes. Uh, Harold, welcome to the Agents of Innovation podcast. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, well, Harold, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where you're from and a little bit about your background. Yeah, so um, I'm a first-generation American. Uh, my family's Jamaican. I was born in New York City but raised in South Carolina, and after spending several years there, I ended up going to Clemson University where I studied my economics, political science, with intention to go to law school. Um, and so after finishing all of that college, I was like, I'm ready to get into corporate America. And so after spending about a decade in corporate America, I got into entrepreneurship um, after finishing my MBA. And so now I live in Austin. Austin, Texas. Um, I'm in the innovation and tech and that whole scene. And so it's been really cool to see all that come together perfectly. So um, I guess quickly, could you tell us what type of uh, industry you were in in corporate yeah. America? Yeah, in corporate America, we were in the what we'd call barcoding and supply industry. So basically everything you see at a checkout lane, the receipt printer, the barcode scanner, all of that is how I would explain it to my mom so that she could tell other people. And so I did that for about a decade from inside sales to product management, all the way to business development before for getting my MBA and getting that entrepreneurial bug. And so uh, what was your first leap into doing something entrepreneurially, meaning uh, starting your own business or running your own business? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when I was young, I was definitely doing things like selling candy. You'd buy it in bulk and sell it uh, smaller amounts. I remember selling airheads for like a quarter after buying a big pack of them. But then um, I worked in every type of field. I was a server. I was a bartender. I worked at Rack Room Shoes and Radio Shack and call centers. Uh, And so ultimately, as I started to progress in my career, I really wanted to figure out how to put an imprint on the world and and how I could have my managerial skills really impact. And so I thought about how, as a job creator, I'd be able to do that. And so entrepreneurship felt like the right opportunity to jump in. So what is your business? Yeah, so my company's called Bandwagon. Uh, We help brands, entertainers, and athletes figure out how to make digital connections with their fans. So right now, a lot of people use social media and say, oh, I have this many fans, but those are followers. And so for anyone who's a super fan of anyone, they know that followers don't equal fans. Like it's a good barbershop conversation to say like, am I the biggest Michael Jordan fan or I'm the biggest LeBron James fan or the biggest Beyonce fan? So now we actually help fans prove it. Uh, Fans can raise their hand and say, this is my streaming history. This is my ticket history. This is how I've purchased merch. And so now artists, athletes, brands, and all those folks are able to say, yeah, I can quantify fanship and I can actually connect with them. So it's your... um is your primary customer the person who uh, the who the people are following, or is it the fans themselves? It's the people that they're following. So we are B to B to C, so business to business to consumer. So we work with the brands, we work with the athletes. Um, some in the NFL, some in college, MLS, a couple of entertainers, and so that's really how we work with them. Great. So we're here at the Miami Book Fair again, and uh, Howard, you've got, uh, or sorry, Harold. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Harold, you've got a uh, a great book here that caught my attention. A Kid's Book About Blockchain by Harold Hughes. Thank you. Uh, uh, Can you tell us a little bit, first of all, for those who are not familiar, a little bit about the blockchain and then also why you wrote this book? Yeah, for sure. So um, we use the blockchain in our business to make things really simple as far as how data is shared. Uh, The blockchain is super, super simple. If you take a second to know it, uh, it's two pieces. And I talk about it in the book. Uh, You've got blocks, which are just 
ways that data is stored and you've got a chain which is basically a history uh, one of the examples that i like to give about it is if all of us were in a big you know psychology 101 class at clemson we had hundreds of people in the class it was very likely that the people in the front depending on how loud the teacher was speaking could hear things differently than the people in the very very back so the professor may say 17 and the people in the front may write 17 in their little personal mead notebook uh, but in the back you may have heard 70 uh, but in the blockchain example you could imagine all of us participating participating in like a Google spreadsheet where it's all collaborative and we're all able to see a clear line of information. And so as people say 17 and other people say 70, you're able to have consensus and voting mechanisms to say, oh, actually the correct information is 17. This is our point of truth. Everyone operate using 17 as our data point. And so you can think about that differently of saying if one person just had a notebook versus everyone sharing a Google sheet, uh, that's really a big differentiator. So the blockchain helps organize information in such a way but that's just the beginning of it. So I'm super excited to see so many kids playing around with it, understanding how it can impact their lives. And of course, that's going to shape the world for all of us. So the blockchain may be the future. Oh, absolutely. Um, what? Why did you write this book? A kid's, yeah. What is it called again? A kid's book about blockchain. Um, I wrote it because I wanted my son to be able to explain to his, uh, at the time, I guess, kindergarten and first grade friends what dad does for work. Um, and so there's a lot of jobs where it's easier to explain it. And I understand how complex the subject is. And so I literally sat down and said, okay, I'm going to talk about what a database is. And as a six-year-old, you have no idea what a database is. But I could say, okay, data is stored in a database. And so none of that makes sense. But if I say, where do you store your books? On a bookshelf. Where do you store your uh, plates? In the cabinet. Where do you store your toys? In a toy bin. Okay, so toys are data and a toy bin is the database. And so from there, we're able to actually say this is an opportunity for us to help educate and then also create this beautiful world for folks to kind of imagine uh, what they can do with the technology. Yeah, so it's funny. I, I see kids today, they're, they're just glued. Like, it's like they're, to the born, screens. With, they're like born with a smartphone. Oh, yeah, it's they're wild. They're born with a screen. They're born with the, right, all these things everywhere. So um, it seems like also young kids, maybe not six, but maybe... 12 or oh, 15 yeah. or 20, uh, they're teaching the older folks, right? Even people 30, 40, For sure. uh, how things work technologically, yeah, right? Maybe they're, they're able to build a website easier. They're able to build an app easier, of course. You know, all these sorts of things. So it's interesting that you're teaching your son about the blockchain, but yeah. it seems because the blockchain's maybe a little more complex than just using yeah. uh, a video game or something like that. Um, how has he, uh, reacted to that and uh, and and what do you see as the kind of uh, who, who should be picking up this book? Yeah, I mean, the thing that my son has found is that we talk a lot about gaming. We talk about how a lot of players are creating their own worlds and on platforms like Roblox and um, and Minecraft, uh, creating skins. And so how do you compensate creators, even at that young age? And then beyond that, like, how do you use blockchain as a point of truth and a point of record? He's now collecting Pokemon cards, and he wants to know that they're authentic. There was a huge scandal about, like, Pokemon cards not being authentic because of some issue that happened. And so you want to be able to know with a digital certainty that these are real assets, that they are um, backed and proven in this way. And so he's really leaned into it and has loved it. And so I'm excited to see him and his brain light up more as he sees more opportunities to use the technology. Yeah, and Chris, I'll ask you one last question because I know you've got a speech to Sure, give. sure, yeah. Uh, but uh, what, as, as we as we kind of see the economy changing mm -hmm. very rapidly, um, I mean, you're in a lot of the digital space, you're working with influencers, you're working with uh, other, other brands. Um, how can people think about adapting to the current economy, especially an economy 
that may be on the blockchain pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is realizing that we're in a global economy and that while we sit here in the United States and our currency is very strong, um, every country doesn't have that privilege. And so I'm really excited and hopeful that we'll see more from our government and our leaders to continue to be embracing of this technology to allow us to break down barriers, be more collaborative with our global neighbors and participate in the economy in that way. So I think that blockchain has a lot of great applications still to happen. One of the most notable, obviously, is in the cryptocurrency space, but I I wrote this book to make sure that folks knew that there's much more beyond crypto. Uh, and so I'm really excited for folks to pick it up. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about this nebulous sounding tech uh, that you may not know much about, uh, I like to say that this covers six to 60 um, as far as educating. And so from my kid all the way up to my mom, uh, we like to try and focus on educating folks on the blockchain. Well, it seems like since it's written for kids, uh, almost anyone could understand. It. Absolutely. Maybe it's a good intro for anybody. Yeah. So where can people find a kid's book about blockchain? So we are sold through our publisher, A Kid's Co. So you go to akidsco.com um, or you can go on Amazon and it'll be at your house in two days. So you can check Fantastic. it out. How can people follow you and reach you? Yeah, yeah. So um, you can find me, Harold, on LinkedIn. You can find me one bandwagon fan on twitter um and then if you're the interested one the, the one bandwagon fan and that great point and then on instagram if you're into food and all the other things i post about family and entrepreneurship uh, you can check me out on instagram at harold ph well harold uh, i just want to say thank you for being on the agents of innovation podcast thank you for thank being you. an agent of innovation and Much appreciate an it. author here at the Miami book fair really Thanks. appreciate it i appreciate it man have a good one you too